time. It's time for story. What's the story? I don't know. We're going to make it up. We're going to make a story up. Story up. So, um, you said you had an idea. Yeah, there was these. there was one of these story prompts that I there's not a particularly lengthy thing I want to say, but there was a there was a title that I had just like a little sweet idea for. Well, how about this? You can make that a single short story if you want. Yeah. So, uh, the title was, and this was from uh, Kelandry. Uh, this was from Kel Goodall. Yeah, this is from Kel Goodall. Um, a single lonely tit. When's the loneliest number? So, I I don't know where this came from, but I read that title and I started putting together in my head a film about a woman who has had to have a mastectomy and like life's going a bit rough. She's she's currently got one lonely tit and she she starts doing bird watching and makes friends with like a little bird outside oh. and makes friends with this lonely little bird. The, the I don't know what kind of of the tit family of birds and just like a nice sweet film about a relationship like a woman like ends up having this nice little thing with a with a little bird she meets out in her garden Aww. after having had a mastectomy and that would be called a single, a single lonely, lonely tit well technically it's two lonely tits well indeed it's either one of them could be the single lonely tit until Surprise, surprise, the end of the film, they, they have a nice, sweet thing. I don't know what the antagonism in the middle would be, but I just love that mental picture. Mm. So there you go. That That's a whole short story by itself, is what uh, a single a single lonely tit. That was a good one. Thank you, Cal Goodall, for your suggestion. Um, so, we've got, we've got some other suggestions. Um... There's a few I quite like here. One, the one that was sort of a combination from um, Becky Tooterhill and Tricky. Becky suggested the furniture is lava. And <laughs> okay. Tricky suggested it's also placed ever so slightly crooked, so crooked, so it bothers you immensely. Okay, I don't know how we make a narrative out of this, but like that combination of things is unsettling, isn't it? Uh, oh, also, um, the one I, I will tie in perhaps in a minute, actually. Um, I quite like the idea of, do you know um, the sort of the Doctor and Igor character? Yeah. The characters that we do. Yes, yes. Um, you, you do a very good uh, evil Doctor voice. I quite like the idea that they, out of some sheer uh, evil plotting, have decided to, Igor, I made all the furniture into that's, lava. That's better than where I was going, because I hear furniture is made of lava, and my my thought process was... Well, why would it be made of lava? Maybe it's not the only thing that's made of lava. Maybe it's a story about a family of lava golems. Aww. But I I like your idea. Oh, I want to hear about the lava golems. <laughs> we can do a story about the lava golems if you prefer. Okay, well, um, well, well, we'll do, maybe we'll do a third story. We'll see how quickly we get this one out. So we need a character. Who Who is being afflicted with this off-centre, untouchable furniture? I thought, are we going? Are we going, Igor and the scientist? Are I we, thought they'd made. I thought they'd made it and to inflict on others. Oh, I, I see. I, I'd gone a different direction oh, again, okay. yet entirely from there. I was oh. like, they, 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 they had tried to do. I don't know what they were aiming for, but it went wrong, and now they're trying. They're, they're stuck with this affliction of all of our furniture in in our secret lab is crooked and made of lava, and we can't fix it. What if, just for fun, they'd been trying to make the floor lava? Ah! And hopped from, from furniture to furniture safely, but it accidentally went wrong and they and they got the furniture instead. I'm trying to work out, like, where, where what room there is for, like, what's what's our resolution? What's our end goal? Like, do they have to go on some kind of quest to turn this back to normal? Do they eventually find themselves like, ah, you know what, it's not so bad having lava furniture that's a bit... 
crooked annoyingly. Um, well, we also have um, Peter the Moore Senpai Herbert, uh, who suggested ghosts that really just need a break. Um, so maybe the ghosts are involved somehow? Maybe that's our end goal, is they spend a bunch of time trying to work out how to put things back to normal, and then it turns out that like slightly crooked lava furniture is great for ghosts because no one's going to bother them. Ah, no one's going to move that furniture or try and sit there and sort of sit into their exactly. incorporeal bodies. Yeah, there, there, I is, like it. there is nothing more annoying as a ghost than trying to sit down on a piece of furniture that no longer exists. It's... Ugh. No, no thought, no thoughtfulness from the living voice. Right, got it. Okay. Uh, do we have a name for this story? Um, dying to put my feet up. Oh. Oh. Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. <laughs> I will tell you the tale of dying to put my feet up. Once upon a time. Igor, finally, my non-specific science experiment. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. We, I, we know what it's going to be for. We, we, we shall turn the floor to lava. And for once and for all, we can play the truest game of the floor is lava. Excellent, Master. It is my favourite game. Now, to flip the switch. <laughs> oh. Oh, dear. Well, hmm. The floor is definitely not lava. No. I will, however, stand up very quickly because my chair appears to be lava. Oh, goodness, what's gone on? Oh, it seems to have gone the wrong way round, Master. Oh, goodness. Now, uh, how, how, are we going to, how are we going to turn this back? Can we, can we reverse the polarity of... Uh... Neutron flow, Master. Yes, yes, that's it. Let's try, try that one. <laughs> no, that's not done it. No, it's, it's it's not done it. No, nature's lava now. This is this is all going a little bit wrong. This is I guess this is life now, master. Ah, uh, we'll put it back the way it was. At least the furniture was sort of self-contained. <laughs> yeah, yes, my yes. So I hadn't quite got around to doing the tidying, master. So all of the furniture is somewhat skewed. Hmm, and. I don't have a condition, and it would be rude of me to say that I did. But it's really winding me up that they're not straight, Master. Mm, indeed. And you see, I do have a problem, which is I am slightly allergic to touching lava with my bare hands, which means putting it back into place is going to be rather more cumbersome than I had hoped. Big mood, Master. Yes, yes. Perhaps I should get some oven mitts. I, I think you're going to need more than a good pair of oven mitts, Igor. Although it would be amusing to see. <laughs> Meanwhile, elsewhere in the castle, Ooh, I'm so tired of rattling these chains. I could really do with a sit down. Indeed, but every time we sit down, one of the minions sits in us. It's so awkward. Oh, indeed. And then they complain as if we are the problems. Indeed. Perhaps we should wander the castle and see if we can find somewhere else to sit down. Well. And so they headed up into the labs. They look comfy. Well, seeing as we're incorporeal and, well, sensation's no longer a thing to us, I doubt the heat's going to be a problem. Mm. And I doubt anyone else is going to be sitting here either. 
Indeed, if you can't stand the heat, get out of my cushions. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's much better. I'm so glad we got to have a rest. Although, I must just straighten these up a bit. They're really getting on my wig. Oh, yes, as an incorporeal ghost, are we able to rotate this? Oh, yes, I have some power poltergeisty powers. Oh, wonderful. Most, most, look, they're straightening. It's, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Is this the ending? Igor and, and the Doctor are just happy that they've been straightened out and it's not going to, like, really get on their nerves. Yeah. Yeah, they don't know about the ghosts. The ghosts are happy there. They're just like, yeah, at least it's not annoying us by being crooked. And the ghosts are happy because they got to have a rest and no one's going to sit there. Yeah, there we go. There's a nice little short story. And so, everything worked out in the end. The end. <laughs> well, then. Time for this. <gasps> Do you struggle to feel accomplished even when you've got loads of things done? <laughs> yeah, I do. Adult life is really hard like that. Do you miss the days when you used to get a, a, a firm pat on the back, a good hearty hurrah, or, or maybe even a gold star? Yes, I do. Those were really useful encouraging techniques. Well, check these out. These are You Did Basic Adult Chore Stars. How do they work? Every time you do a task, you get a star. Did you clean the fridge out? Yeah! You get a star! Yay! Did you cook yourself a proper meal? Yeah! You get a star! <gasps> Did you do your washing and hang it up the same day that it finished in the washing rather than leaving it for several days to go mouldy in the thing so that you had to wash it again before you could actually use it? Not yet, but is there a star for that? There is a star for that, but you can't Ooh. have it just yet. Okay, I did it! You have the star now! Show me the show me! There it is! Okay, you get a star! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> That's you did basic adult chore stars! Because even adults sometimes need to feel rewarded for doing basic, not fun tasks. <laughs> Do you find that with all those jobs you've got to get done in a day, you don't have time for the things you love anymore. I really don't. Oh, there's so much adult responsibility these days. Do you wish that all of those hobby-based activities that you used to find time to squeeze into your routine could still get done? Please, I was so getting into sweary cross-stitch. Well, have you tried Hire a Hobbyist? What's that? Well, if you want to keep up with your activity and still be able to show people, look, I still do this fun activity, but you don't have the time, Pay someone else to do it for you. I can pay someone to go to those evening classes I started attending. Exactly. You won't miss out on attendance and you won't get in trouble because someone was there for you. How does it work? Well, you pay someone and they will attend an activity for you or do an activity in your own home and any of the material creations made will be handed to you. Then you can show your friends and family and pretend that you haven't slacked on your hobby. Why, Marjorie, your woodworking classes are going excellently. This is a most amazing duck. Yes, and I definitely haven't been there too busy to go. Bing. So, try hire a hobbyist today. Laura, Laura, we've got a new sponsor. Oh, we've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Our new sponsor is the next episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. 
Oh, goodness, what episode is that? 59. Oh, goodness, Quips 59 is sponsoring us. Quips 59 is sponsoring Quips 58. That was really nice of Future Us, wasn't it? Yeah, tell us about what Future Us had to, you know, to tell us about the the next episode of Quips. So basically, Queer and Pleasant Strangers is a podcast. Yeah. Um, They are two queer trans ladies who talk about their weeks. They talk about um, the things they... Uh, played and watched and listened to, yeah, and and just generally have a bit of a laugh and and tell tell silly stories and make up stories and uh, and do skits and, and just generally fuck about. I have it here in the notes that next episode of Quips will not be a great departure from that. It will it will maintain the same basic structure I and believe continue so. to be an episode of Quips. Indeed, uh, they, they they are not planning to radically redesign the show next week. No, not not as far as I'm aware. Indeed, which is jolly nice of them. Yeah. Um, so if you want ten percent off of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. Uh, head over to stonemonkeyradio.blog and, and click the microphone. Future us, what were you thinking? It's a free show. How do we give them 10% off a free show? Maybe we'll make it 10% shorter? That's Queer and Pleasant Strangers 59. Just head over to stonemonkeyradio.blog and enter the code Q and PS58. Temporal issues. My brain, my brain hurts, and I feel like I'm fading out of time. Does that mean if this episode bombs, this becomes a time paradox? Oh gosh, if this is the end of the show, because no, like everyone hates it after this episode. Then yeah. Episode fifty nine never happens, and we never get sponsored by it. Well, if we cause the end of the universe by not making next week's episode, you'll know what happened. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to Fish Tank News. Princess Wispy has been floating upside down this morning. No one is quite sure if she's dead or just very strange, but Mum is going to look into it soon. Algy has been building up on the side of the tank. We suspect that a big clean is incoming. This morning's delivery of fish fake flakes was delayed, and we suspect that this is because it is a weekend and nobody wanted to get up. Coming up later, we have an exclusive interview with a new Shabunkin, who's currently in a plastic bag in the corner of the tank, adjusting to the temperature of the water. We'll have more on that as the story breaks. This has been Fish Tank News. Now over to the cat who's been staring at us through the glass this entire broadcast. (coughs) Hello, and welcome to another public service announcement. This week... Drink some water. Your body is made up of primarily, you guessed it, water. As such, you require it to live. It is very important to make sure that you stay properly hydrated. And we're not just talking about fizzy sugary drinks. No, drink some actual water every now and then. Indeed, avoid caffeine. Too much caffeine can be very bad for you. Not being properly hydrated can be quite bad for your skin. So, if you have access to clean drinking water, please be sure to drink some water. If you feel thirsty, drink some water. It's as simple as that. Indeed. More water, please. Mmm, I should enjoy some tasty water now. Mmm, refreshing. And definitely water. Not cake. <laughs> Inside the boardroom of Electronic Active Softworks. Hi, 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 hi. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, what's all this about? So, so, um, you know, you know, recently we've been talking more and more often about how we can, you know, streamline the process of, you know, making very little actual game and selling it again for money. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I've been, I've been, I've been thinking a little bit about this. You know, you know, a while ago we thought we'd hit the gold mine. We released that game where it was basically just creation tools and people had to make their own levels, you know, for the, the, the little plumber to do their platforming on. Yeah, yeah, but people didn't like it because of the lack of, like, inclines or something. Yeah, 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 no. So we, we, we sold them, like, basically, make your own video games, do the work for us, and we sold them that. Yeah. Here's, here's, here's my new idea. Here's my new idea. Sure. We sure. sell them that again. Right. But we just, like, give them... Like, three or four more tools that we already have in studio. Inclines? Yeah, like, like, slopes. Sure. Like, slopes are no extra work. Like, we, we already make slopes in our, in, in that game ourselves. Yeah. We just didn't let them do it. So, what, what if we make a sequel to the game where we made everyone make their own game, where they continue to make their own game? Wow. 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 I mean, that's, that's, that, that is fucking genius. Indeed. And, like, obviously, we're not going to let them use any of the content from the first time they made no, all their own oh games. God, we're going to no. make them make the world games again, because then yeah. it feels like new content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, how are we going to... How are these people going to be able to, like, talk and distribute their, their games? Uh, their levels, I haven't decided, but with great difficulty. Yeah, there's not going to be some kind of online community. <laughs> <laughs> ah, making it easier for them to share their content with each other. That would mean less having to make their own games. <laughs> Of course, of course. So, uh, separate them all out, and then, then they'll just all have to keep making things for ages, and then maybe in a couple of years we can stick it all together again with, I don't know, like an extra enemy? Yeah, and like, you know, just bundle some of the best fan-made levels together and go, hey, look, people made this, it's more content. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll assume that we'll have, like, within our, uh, like, our, our ULA or something that, uh, there's a whole thing where, like, the levels remain property of us... Even though, like, uh, it's just the creative work of, of you know, just the, the cash monkeys. Um, customers. customers. That's the that that's the yeah, I always forget that one. Yeah. I have it written down on my hand just so I remember. Handy, handy. <laughs> handy. Yeah. Nice, nice. Right, well, I think we're on to something. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, let's uh, get that into action. <laughs> 